I actually had no idea if this was even true or false. My understanding of history regarding Harriet Tubman was that she freed the slaves and that they went off to their own lands in Canada and started their own uh, colonies in different cities and unoccupied territories in America. That was my understanding of history based on the American public school system that taught me poorly, I guess, but that's what I understood. That's what I learned. I had no idea that many of these slaves went to go work for white Americans getting paid for essentially doing the same work that they did on the slave plantation. Now, to most of us, just being honest, to most people, and even me a little bit, that's freedom, right? Coming from whips and chains and being beat and being raped and being robbed and being stolen. You know what I mean? Oh, God, I'm preaching. Out there working in the hot sun, picking cotton, from doing all that to then having to work for somebody else and getting paid. That kind of feels like freedom. Yet the Bible, God, I'm finna preach right now. The Bible in Psalms said this. I have said, ye are gods, and all of you are the children of the most high. Is working as someone else's handmaid and hand servant freedom for God? Or would that still be considered slavery or captivity for those who once ruled their own lands? Kanye West says that Harriet Tubman didn't free the slaves. And this is right in line with Bible prophecy. In Deuteronomy 28:44, it says that they will lend to you, but you will not lend to them. They will be the head and you will be the tail. So we were freed from chattel slavery to become the tail and not the head. We were freed from chattel slavery only to become borrowers and not lenders. I'm going somewhere. See, as I look at these curses in Deuteronomy, all through Deuteronomy 28, 15 and down, as I look at these curses, I start to realize something. That these curses did not just fit us during the time of slavery and during the time when we were on the slave plantation, but these curses currently still fit us today. See, those people who are claiming that these curses fit them, they don't fit them today. And they didn't even fit them in history. But they didn't only fit us in, in oh God, they didn't only, the curses didn't only fit us in history on the plantation, but the curses of Deuteronomy still fit us today off of the plantation. I'm going to prove that for y'all right now. Now listen to this, Deuteronomy 28, 48. Therefore shalt thou serve thy enemies, which the Lord shall send against thee in hunger and in thirst and in nakedness and in want of all things. And he shall put a yoke of iron around your neck until he have destroyed thee. See, tell me currently today, is this not our position? Do we not have a, oh God, y'all don't hear this. Do we not have, um, did we not historically have a yoke of iron on our neck on the plantation? And do not today, we have to go to our enemies <laughs> do not today do we not have to go to our enemies in hunger, in thirst, in nakedness, and in one of all things. See, y'all don't know what that means, right? Um, I, I saw this conservative that I, that I uh, used to be friends with on Facebook. He wrote on his Facebook page, he said, what name something in America? He called himself being slick, right? And he said, name something in America that black people can't own. So one of the things I named was water rights, right? Listen, this is what scripture said. And you will have to go to your enemies with the Lord shall sin against thee. Listen, this in hunger and in thirst. If you want water, you got to go to your enemy. Uh, Leo, who is my enemy? I have no enemies. When the Bible is talking about the people that uh, 
that bought you from slavery when you were sold off the slave ship that person house you still live in is your enemy and, and in order for you to, uh, to drink water right now we went back and talked to our ancestors right now on the slave plantation who would they call your enemy today that's your enemy who do you have to buy water from right now you don't own no water rights even the African countries that sit on lakes don't own no damn water rights I'm preaching right now but y'all don't hear me it says you would have to go to your enemy in hunger well Leo there's a few black owned grocery stores yeah one or two but do we own the food production from the very beginning and to the end God y'all don't hear what I'm saying these are the things I wrote on the black conservative Facebook page right I said we can't own no water rights we can't own food production from beginning to the end. We can't own an NFL co uh, company. I think I, uh, 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 NFL team. I think I said to him, uh, we as a black man, we can't create legislation and sign it in, uh, and get it signed into law. That's okay. That we wrote the legislation and get it signed and get it passed and get it signed into law. I said we couldn't own a Fortune 500 company. We can't own a rubber tree. Y'all don't hear me preaching. My whole point is that this scripture is all that I was reading to him because not only did this scripture uh, did, did we not fit the curses of these scriptures then on the plantation, we still fit these curses of these scriptures today. So when those overseas try to say that those are living in Israel today, try to say that these scriptures fit them, well, we can look right here at the Bible and say that they fit us today and forevermore. And I'm going to read that right now, how the Bible said that these scriptures will, will fit you forever. So anyways, as I continue, um, the blacks in the Americas are the only people today that still fit these curses. And worldwide, we still fit these curses. Check this out. All these curses will come on you. They will pursue you and overtake you until you are destroyed because you did not obey the Lord your God and observe the commands and decrees he gave you. That's why these curses are on us. See, when I was talking to my cousin about this the other night, my little cousin, he was asking me, well, why are we in poverty? Because I told him poverty is a curse. The crime in our neighborhoods is a curse. Uh, being the tail and not the head is a curse. That means meaning that you're oppressed because you're not in rulership. You don't own nothing. You ain't an employer. Uh, you ain't an employee. Uh, you ain't in home ownership. You written. I'm talking about on average, worldwide. What is our conditions? These are all, all these conditions was laid out to us. Said that there would be curses upon us. Y'all don't want to hear this. Listen to this. Let me continue. They will be a sign. Listen to what the curses will be. They will be a sign and a wonder to you and your descendants. Check this out forever. Right. So when those people over there and worldwide and when the people here in America say that another people are the Israelites, well, why aren't the signs of the curses on them and their descendants forever? They can't deal with this word. See, they liars. See, but you can go to New York City. <laughs> And go look at the Brooklyn, uh, and go look at the black Brooklyn neighborhood, and then go look at the Jewish neighborhood also in Brooklyn, and you tell me who the curse is fitting right here today. Kanye West said that Harriet Tubman didn't free the slaves. God, I'm preaching right now. And many of us our whole lives, we believed and we understood knowledge as that Harriet Tubman freed the slaves. But unfortunately, after careful research, that seems to not have been the whole truth. But the point of the matter is not for us to diminish the contribution that our sister Harriet Tubman, that our dear sister Harriet Tubman um, contributed to us or gave to us by risking her life. Oh God, uh, by risking her life, by coming back, by putting so much on the line to try to get us to a better position than what we were in in the first place. But it is to say this, that black people in the Americas need to stop glorifying people. We keep glorifying men and women, and we need to start idolizing and glorifying 
God, I, I, I got a spirit on me tonight. Listen to this. The Lord will send you back in the ships. I mean, back in ships to Egypt on a journey. I say that you shall never make again. There you will offer yourselves. There you will offer for yourselves uh, your, to your enemy as male and female slaves. But no one will buy you. That means no one will save you. So the problem we're having is that we keep going to our men, Marcus Garvey, Martin Luther King, Harriet Tubman. We keep looking for a savior. But God said that no man shall save you. See, this is why uh, we're not, uh, we, we, we want to be, we want to identify with something. We want something to save. That's why we go into politics so heavy. And we get into the other, uh, we're a Democrat. And we, we, we're going to hold the Bernie, uh, Bernie sign. I'm a Bernie bro. And then we want to be uh, Joe Biden now. Uh, we was for Obama. Yes, we can. And then when I became, I got into politics, I went over for Trump. I wanted to be a Republican. And I'm thinking that I'm, uh, that, that this is going to save me. I was so brainwashed, y'all. I even made a song called Make America Great Again. I didn't know what my identity was. I, I didn't know uh, that no man could save us. I was just looking for a solution for our situation. I seen the poverty. I seen the crime. So I'm just looking for a solution for our situation, just like all of us, right? So uh, it doesn't, but then I find out it doesn't matter uh, what Bernie does. It doesn't matter what Trump does. It doesn't matter what legislation they pass because God said that no man will save you. Nothing will save you. Only God can save you. And besides, think of this, besides what legislation could they pass that could save the former kings and queens? What legislation could they pass to make gods equal to men? Kanye West said that Harriet Tubman didn't free the slaves. I see many of us out marching for equality. Um, we want rights, you know, so we're asking, you know, the white man and the white woman or the white American majority who is 190 million of them. So we're definitely asking them um, for rights. Um, but just by the fact that we're marching with Black Lives Matter, just by the fact that we're marching with these political groups and these uh, political ideologies to align us and try to get legislation that alone places us in an inferior state. If I have to ask you for something that should be naturally given to me, doesn't the very act of me asking you place me in an inferior state than the person that I'm asking? I'm preaching right now, but y'all don't hear me. And whatever you give me, you can just take it away. And in a society where white Americans are 190 million and black people are 40 million, anytime I believe that your rights that I gave you are too much or you are taken from me or it somehow places a hardship or a burden on me, I can just vote those rights that I gave you right back away, just like they have done with the Civil Rights Act. See, I'm preaching to somebody. But y'all don't hear me, right? They've already dismantled the Civil Rights Act because it's 190 million of them and it's only 40 million of you. If white people wanted us to end police brutality, they could end it overnight. That's that is that many of them. They could all band together and vote for whatever the heck they wanted to. And it would be the law tomorrow. I guarantee you that. So anyways. Um, this is why I have always been against reparations in the form of just giving us money because we don't own anything. We'd have, uh, we don't have just money. We, we don't need just money. We would have to have our own homeland, which I have told y'all over and over again that we will have our actual, real actual homeland. And it will be sooner than later as the scriptures foretold. Let me give you this last scripture before I get out of here. For thou art a holy people unto the Lord thy God. 
The Lord thy God hath chosen thee to be a special people unto himself above all the peoples on the face of the earth. Now, the funny thing is, when you read that, if you're being honest, right, it kind of sounds like hate. Well, it sounds like hate today. See, I was talking to my barber the other day. In, in this scripture, I told him that the Jewish parents are reading this exact scripture to their kids right now. That, that you should be above all the peoples on the face of the earth, right? This is in the, this is in the Old Testament, right? Right. So they reading that to their to their kids right now. Yet, 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 when Nick Cannon said that this our birthright, uh, when Nick Cannon woke up for a day and said this our birthright to be above all the peoples on the earth, they say it's racist. See, we feel it's racist when we find out Jesus is black and that he came for us. But this whole time, as you've been following this white Jesus and that they told you in the kingdom of heaven that they're going to rule, that white people going to rule you here like they do now, and then they're going to rule us when we get to heaven too. We didn't have a problem with it. But then once we find out that Jesus came for us and it's just us that's going to be ruling in the kingdom, now all of a sudden, by us uh, uh, reading the scriptures with clarity and truth, now all of a sudden it seems racist and it's racist. But let me finish this out. See, there is no equality. Uh, between, between kings and citizens. God said that it is your birthright to be above all nations. There is no equality between gods and men. Kanye was right when he said Harriet Tubman didn't free us. We are still servants right now. We are the servant class and on average worldwide, that is exactly who we are. We are employees on average worldwide. So we are sub in a subservitude situation on average worldwide. God, I can the unemployment for black people in, in, in Israel, believe it or not, is 50%. That's before the coronavirus. Y'all don't want to hear this. So um, we are the subservient class on average worldwide. We still have to go to our enemies in need thirst, hunger, and want. But God is my witness. All the prophecies good and bad are for us. And although we are serving now, we will rule later and sooner than later because this is the 400 year. If you can receive that, y'all, please say amen. But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiply. To be absent from the body is to be present with God in heaven. God said, in this time, I will show you my chosen people. There is no more need for any arguments, y'all. You cannot. You can come off the street corners from preaching. God said, in this time, I will show you my chosen people. There's no need for us to have no arguments online. There's no need to go back and forth with the comments this time. This time, God said, you will see my power in this day. And all we got is a pair of Jordans and my nice car outside, okay? And that's it. That's it. We should have assets just like they do. They got a whole country with that same amount. So I'm trying to figure out. So that tells that should tell us that it's our decision making. That should tell us that we don't need reparations, but we need reconciliation. We need to start operating our lives as a nation within a nation. See, I'm preaching already, but y'all don't hear me, right? God told Rebecca that there is two nations within your womb. God, I'm preaching. Even though Jacob and Esau was brothers, they were twin brothers. But God said to them, if there were two nations in your womb. So we are a nation inside of a nation. So separate, but equal. See, that's all right. I, I, I'm gonna have to quit already. I, I can't find nobody in here tonight. Uh, uh. God says, observe therefore all the commands I am giving you today so that you may have what? So that you may have strength. Observe therefore all the commands that I am giving you today so that you may have strength. So a giant, uh, giant, you must remember that your strength comes from the Lord. Uh, no man shall stand before you all the days of your life, but you must know where your power comes from. Your power is not 
in your hair. Your power is not in man. Your power is not in your followers. Your power is not in your likes. Ah, Christian. Your power is not in your views. But your power comes from your obedience to God. I'm preaching right now. 